I'm Esther Medina, and this is Una Conversación, a place to have a conversation with the noisemakers, the trailblazers, and game changers all around me. Meet Canadian Latin artist Primo. Repping Toronto loud and proud and always embracing his Colombian roots, Primo is well on his way to creating a name for himself in this city and worldwide with his diverse sound. Today we're sitting down to talk about his career to date and his passion for bringing the Latin community in the city together. This is Una Conversación con Primo. Primo, welcome to Una Conversación. I am so happy to finally be doing this. Like, we've been in talks for a while now mm -hmm. and I just want to personally thank the internet <laughs> for bringing us together. Yes, yes, yes. You know, thank you for supporting my work and for being so down. Um, you're such a humble guy. And I feel like humble people will never say that they're humble because that's what makes them humble. So thank you for being so humble and so supportive. I am so excited for the world and anyone who tunes in to get to know you a little better. We're yeah. here at Unknown Studios. Yes, the best studio in Toronto. This is where you make a lot of magic happen, eh? Mm -hmm. A lot, a lot, and a lot of like you said, a lot of magic has been made here, you know, so we're in a we're in a, a spot that's definitely blessed, you know. Yeah. And I want more people to know that, you know, you rep your city hard, you rep your work hard, you're very passionate. So, you know, Primo, where where did that start? Because um, I, I don't even know the origin story yet. And I want to know, like, why Primo? OK, so um, Primo, for those that don't speak, that don't know in Spanish, it means cousin mm -hmm. right and I was cutting hair in Colombia before I had the barbershop I was cutting my cousin's hair in Colombia and he got a he got a phone call somebody called him he's like where are you at you know he's like oh I'm at my cousin's spot estoy donde el primo oh. <laughs> right he says estoy donde el primo right so then he kind of liked the way that sounded he's like cuando se regrese a Canadá when you go back to Canada um, you should put that name as your barbershop oh so that's exactly like that's what I did I listened to him I was like you know 15 or whatever uh -huh. I was still in high school and I came back to Canada from Colombia and I named my barbershop Don El Primo and um, and then everyone just started calling me Primo because they would see Don El Primo on the on the thing and they just started calling me that mm. I ended up making a hair product and I called it Prim Primo yeah Primo in English another thing that people don't know as well is that Primo in English means of top quality Yes. When something is like you primo in English, yeah. it means it's like number one of top quality. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I could definitely relate to that. I try to always do things at the highest quality that I can. Mm -hmm. And it reflects in my music. I, I believe that, you know, I, I put a lot of effort into that and, and making sure that it's the best. And just other things that I do too, you know, I try. So, yeah, that's, that's where that comes from. That's so dope. And, you know, I didn't know you had a whole barber shop, so you cut hair. I used to. You, so you, and if one of your boys wants a, a lineup, you, you'll do no, that for no. them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing it no Retired? more. Retired? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, um, I, I stopped cutting hair once I started making music. I got you. Okay. And then, and then when, I, when I made my first, uh, my, my first couple songs, everyone already knew me as Primo. But uh -huh. I was like, oh, I kind of want to change my name. So I started thinking about it, but nothing came to me. So I just, I'm just like, all right, Primo it is, you know, let's go. And I just released my first song as 
as that, you know, because because of the the definition that it has in in English. Because I always thought it would be weird, like you know, like let's say I'm doing a show in Colombia or something, and the the girls are in the crowd and like primo, you know, like cousin, <laughs> you know. I didn't really see that, but funny enough, like I do shows now and people are like chanting the name, you know, primo, primo, primo. So like. I mean, yeah. I like it, it flows. It flows, and I also feel like, you know, well, think about how you, f I mean, everyone has different family situations. And if you're blessed, you have a primo or a prima that you like. Yeah. Just think about how you feel when you're with family, right? So, like, I feel like just for that alone, it's a name that when people call you by it or meet you, they already feel like they know you, you mm -hmm. know? Hey, primo, what's up? And, and I love that. And you know what's interesting about that too is like my, just the way I am, my personality, I'm very like, I'll treat you, I, I treat people like family. Mm -hmm. I'm not like, uh, so other people are like, can be maybe let's say more closed off. They don't let people in too easily or whatever. I'm more like open. I'm more of an open individual, I guess you can say. So like, I like, I'll meet you and I'll just treat you like you're like, you know, family. You know? You're from Colombia. Yes. You have family there. Like... Did, how long did you live there for? Like, what was okay, your life so there? I was like? actually born in Canada. I was born in Brampton. Okay. So a lot what up, Brampton? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't know that, but uh, yeah, I was born in Brampton, and um, and yeah, I would go to. I've been going to Colombia ever since I was months old. You know, desde un bebé, desde wow. You know, yeah. Desde que tenía meses. The majority of uh, like obviously my life has been lived in Can in. Mississauga, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I would definitely travel a lot to Colombia and, and Medellin, and uh, at an early age, as like 12, 13 years old, I would be like partying. I would be going to clubs at like 12, 13 years old in Medellin, Oh you know? my God. Yeah, so that that's how I got into making reggaeton, you know, it's just like, just being around these these environments, yeah. because Medellin is la casa del reggaeton, it's the, it's the house of reggaeton, so like, that's how I got, it got into my, you know. Yeah. My system, I guess you guys. How would you describe the the culture there and like the vibe there in a sentence if you could? Not to limit it to a sentence because I'm sure that's hard, but how would you describe it in a sentence? You know, Medellin is a very uh, playful, it's a very playful city. You go into the store and everyone like, you know, you can make you're making jokes with like the the guy that works at the store or the girl that works at the store. You just, you know, and it's very friendly place as well. Like people are just like family mm -hmm. you know you feel that a lot when you're there people are very open friendly fun they're always cracking jo even a stranger like you know you'll just be cracking jokes and doing mm -hmm. stuff like that so i feel like um you you're a huge advocate for collaboration what is so empowering about that in terms of collaboration it doesn't so much reflect in my music because i don't have so many songs with other people but the reason that you say that is because like lately yes i have been trying to collaborate a lot more and I've been collaborating with people and just in general my personality I like I like bringing people together mm -hmm. so yes. that's where you see that that's where you feel that collaborative um, energy I guess you can say from me because I really enjoy bringing people together that's why I like hosting events and parties and stuff like that and I'm uh, in the Latin community a little bit well known for that I guess because mm -hmm. something that people know me for for hosting events and stuff but to answer your question so in general i love collaborating with people because you know it's just 
I don't know, I feel like it just makes you stronger. It shows you sides of, of different things that you wouldn't normally see. It also it gives you a chance to like, if you, let's say you form a team or mm -hmm. you're working with others, um, it gives everybody a chance to work with their strengths. Mm -hmm. Like a soccer team, you know, like people playing defense, midfield, forward, the goalie. Everyone has things that they do best. Yeah. So when you put all that together, you can make something great happen out of that, you know? rather than just like you doing it yourself and it being a little more more hard i guess you can say you know and a lot of the most successful things come out of that come out of collaboration in a book called think and grow rich the power of the mastermind group is one of the have you heard of that book i have yeah so the power i have not read it you haven't read it but that's okay you're gonna, you're gonna read it soon i'll add it to my list <laughs> The power of the mastermind group, right? So it's like you have to have a mastermind group around you to do like to do major things. If you want to do like something special and you really have like and you envision big um, projects or you really want to get something major done, like when you have a powerful team, it just makes it a lot stronger, you know? What would you say to like a creative that's struggling to get out of their comfort zone to collaborate? Because I feel like you're very personable, you're outgoing, and it like almost seems to come naturally to you, especially the way you've always hosted events and such. What do you say to that person that's like quiet but wants to collaborate so bad? Like, what advice would you give them? I mean, everybody in life has their own path. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, at the end of the day, you do your best to, like if you, if you work better alone, continue like continue doing that but if you want to collaborate with others and you think it's better that way um just 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 make an effort you know like try mm -hmm. that's the first thing a lot of people don't even make the the effort you know they just they just kind of stay in that in that area yeah make an effort that's what i would say Tr like try to do it you know so when it comes to making your music and your songs you know it, it seems like you've had the opportunity to spend a lot of time with yourself and your thoughts and you're putting that into your music tell me a little bit like how is that process what is your music creating producing process so what does that look like yeah so my my creative process like when i make music is actually very collaborative oh okay yeah yeah okay so let's hear this i work i def i work with a lot of different people mm -hmm. um producers i have my team where we sit and we we write songs together we make like we put a lot of effort into like making the best possible product you know so i have guys on the team like cay d flow you know guys that i work with that are like my family we everybody it's like what i was saying er earlier everybody has a strength mm -hmm. you know somebody might somebody might uh give an incredible melody and then somebody might add some lyrics to it you know and then we we build it together so it's a collaborative thing. That's that's how I make a lot of my music, you know, with my team as a whole, you know. And you don't feel like, because I just, I've listened to your music. I've already, to I've told you this off camera. There's not a song I don't like. Thank like you. every song hits, the quality is there. The primo quality is there. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, because you said you have a lot of people around you when you're making your music. Yeah. Like, is there any part of that that is intimidating to you? Or are you just comfortable doing whatever you want? <laughs> um, well, I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say intimidating. 
but like there I, I'm very I try to be very open when it comes to like um, feedback mm. you know some people are more like there's artists out there that are just like no no like this is how this is how my music is gonna go mm. and they don't care about what anybody else around them tell them tells them like they don't want feedback from nobody it's like I just need to create my art mm. and there's nothing wrong with that um, but I'm very open to like what do you think like okay Tell me, tell me how this can be better. Going back to the music that's out, and I feel like a lot of it is very uh, passionate. Mm. When you make your songs, do you have a muse behind each song? So you said you use the word passionate. Like, I feel like the way that it comes off, the reason that it comes off that way is because generally, I'm very, I'm a very passionate person. I would say a lot of Latinos are. I don't know. I'm very like, you know, I guess romantic, passionate, you know. Um, so it comes from love. Yeah. So it just it just it just comes out of me like when I'm recording and stuff like that. And then and yeah, like that's, that's how so it are. Is there a muse in your music or is it more like there does, does your music not necessarily have to reflect what you're going through in life? I definitely I just I just love like recording yeah i don't know actually just being in the studio <laughs> sometimes that's the answer yeah just being in the it's studio is like is what makes me keep going you know do you have something that's never seen the light of day yeah for sure like my like a lot of my first music because i made 70 songs before i released one like all those 70 like bef the 69 that's all scrapped you know like no I'm, I'm joking there's probably some good songs in there but like yeah definitely a lot of songs get scrapped what made that one the one just my my og just telling me it's time and for anybody who doesn't know ogs like somebody's like someone that you can like, like look up to yeah look up to get guidance from you know the 70th one um is because jay told me he's like yo it's time let's go it's time to release music because he, he he's also told me like don't even release nothing yet. Just make music. Mm. And I listened to him. This is somebody I have in my life that he's 10 years older than me. Makes sure that like, he's like my guardian angel. You know, he makes sure that I'm not, I'm doing the right moves. I'm going the right way. I feel like also though, to be someone that can be receptive of criticism, of following instructions. You know, you, you, your character comes off, in, in my opinion, is very disciplined. Who would you say your greatest influences were your greatest mo role models were when you were younger in music or in general in in your life in general my brothers i have three older brothers so you're the baby yeah, i'm the baby yeah wow. and i always looked up to my brothers you know one of my brothers would be like you know reading always reading and like going to school getting things done and being disciplined you know being an organized like organized individual and like intelligent respectful you know and so i would look it up to him in that way one of my other brothers was just a cool guy you know he gets all the girls you know like everybody <laughs> loved him he's super friendly you know and then my other brother like i would i would be able to have like deep conversations with him and yeah my, my brothers my brothers and my sister you know my sister i have an older sister she's the oldest of the family and you know, she's she taught me a lot of things as well. She was always there for me. So I looked up to my siblings and I love them very much. What is Primo's dream for Canada and as far as the music industry is concerned? That's an incredible question. 
This is an important question because like for me, what I envision for Canada is like there's going to be a light put, a lot of light put on Canada and the talent from Canada. Mm -hmm. And there's still people that are being developed and there's still artists that are coming and, and good things are going to happen from here. And what I see is like eventually an artist from here being able to do a show with thousands of people in his own city. Like, and not just one person, but we need somebody from here that is able to, to do a show, you know, like 5,000 people go and they just want to hear his music, mm -hmm. you know, that's not, what you not opening up for anybody yeah. or anything like that. And that's what I see for myself, you know. How do you feel about the improvements that can be made to the Latin music scene in Canada? No, I think, I think we're on a really good path, you know. Honestly, we all get along, to my knowledge at least, you know, like from what I'm seeing, everyone gets along, we're all focused, we're all trying to make things happen. Just just more, we just need more more talent, you know, more talent to come out and, and push and, and try and, and to, to follow what they want to do in life, you know, because there's probably kids that don't come out and say, I want to make music or they don't try, you know, so we need more of that and, and that's pretty much it. But other than that, Nosotros vamos por un muy buen camino. We're on the path that we need to be on. What does 2023 look like for you? 2023, I, I I'm going to be traveling um, around the States for my music. Miami, LA, New York, Colombia, Medellin, Mexico City, and Orlando. So those six amazing. cities. Yeah. I'm gonna Congratulations. Be going, That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to be going to those places. I'm going to drop an album my first ever album let's go oh my gosh i love yeah. that prophecy prophecy is gonna come out in 2023 it has six songs and from one to six it's the different stages of love del oh. deseo al odio from desire to hatred starting from number one like you see someone you know you want to be with them there's that desire you know and then in the middle you got like addiction one of the songs is called vicio Mm -hmm. So now you're with them, you get with them, whatever, then you're addicted to them. Then present is a heartbreak. Then the last song is hatred. Like you go from loving this person to now not being with them and they did you wrong mm -hmm. and you have that hatred inside of you. There's also another saying that goes love and hate are two sides of the same coin. Leslie, thank you for this. Thank you for being so vulnerable and just sharing you know your thoughts um i have one question one last question for you and then we're gonna shake it up with something a little more fun but my last question for you is what is something about you that most people don't know that i'm very much into meditation oh wow yeah. <laughs> you really you surprised me yeah meditation awareness consciousness all that wow you what's know? your meditation routine so what what people have to learn about meditation is that meditation isn't something that like you sit and do it's it's more of like it's something that has to be applied through through your whole life so like Osho for example will say that meditation is not like glasses where you put them on and you take them off it's like more like your eyes they should never they don't wow yeah they they, they it, it's something that sh should be present at all times like if I'm speaking to you right now yeah there has to be that light of awareness within me there should be mm -hmm. and these methods and these these practices these this leads to like more peace w within yeah. more joy and being more alive and then in turn when you have that energy within you 
it, it also has an effect on the world, right? Because everything is connected. So that's something that people don't know about me. I'm very, I'm very much into that stuff. I'm going to continue to share that with the world, share my personal experience with the world so that there can be a lot more peace and love and, and joy in the world, you know? Because yeah. it is the key to life. Meditation is the key to life, you know? This is on brand. You're very uh, zen. You're very calm. I can't even imagine what you would look like stressed. And I think that should be to you a sign that your meditation is working because you have that inner peace. That's amazing. Everyone go meditate. The Power of Now. That's the book that you got to get. The Power of Now. You start there. Well, Primo, thank you for going yes. so deep with me. Um, I do have a fun rapid fire for you. This one's a little different. I've done rapid fires before, but in this rapid fire, you are trapped on a desert island. There's three different categories. So remember, you're trapped on this desert island, you're not leaving. In this scenario, you have food, you have water, your family's fine. Mm -hmm. So focus on what I'm going to ask you. Okay. And it's rapid fire, so you have to think quick. On this island, you have a speaker and you can only listen to three artists on it for the rest of your life. Which three artists are you picking? Raul Alejandro, Drake, Tory Lanez is the one that came to my mind. Okay, we got a lot of Toronto representation. Let's go, we love it. Ready, three things that you can eat on this island for the rest of your life. Ready? Chili. Homemade chili. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's extra funny because I just had chili just now. That's extra funny. He loves his chili. <laughs> Chicken breast. Okay. And salad. We gotta, we gotta be healthy. He has his protein. Yeah. He has a three-course meal. Let's go. What are three sentimental items you would bring with you? The Book of Secrets. Okay. By, by Osho. It's like, it's like that big. It's, it's huge. It's like a Bible. That's my favorite book. So I would bring that with me. Okay. Sentimental things like. Can I bring a person with me? No. No? Okay. <laughs> uh, fine. Fine? Okay, so I'm gonna bring one special person with me. Okay. And I, yeah. And you guys can read the book together. And we can read the book together. <laughs> okay, it. okay, just two things then. That's all we're gonna be. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm dead. Primo, thank you so much for this conversation. I really sí. appreciate it. Honestly, you, you are an awesome person and I can't wait to see everything you're gonna do in 2023 have the most amazing tour yes and maybe we can sit back down and catch up we will 100%. when you're done touring 100 percent. thank you yes and thank you to everyone for tuning in to this episode of una conversacion we'll see you in the next one let's go